Uh, children, you may head off to Sunday school. Um, and uh, in the meantime, I would encourage you, congregation, uh, if you have a pen and paper or if you have a phone or anything like that, if you have a phone, I give you explicit permission to pull out your phone in preparation for this next part of the service. Pen and paper is good, too. Or pencil. Or nothing. Um, so, we're going to do something a little bit weird for perhaps some of you. So, I'm not going to apologize for doing something weird, uh, because honestly, it is something that has been around a lot longer than you or I. Uh, this is a practice that we are going to do for a few moments that is, oh, at least 1,500 years old. Uh, so, if you feel like it's non-traditional, <laughs> sorry, it's more traditional than you are. Um, so, what we're talking about, what we've been doing over, uh, just starting last week, is we've started a, a series on cultivating courage, and we are talking about a variety of ways that we can, uh, that we can cultivate courage in our lives, especially in, in a world that seems so fraught with things to worry about. Today we're starting off, last week was kind of an introduction, uh, today we are starting off with cultivating courage through good rest. And so as part of good rest, we need to, we need to understand what good rest is. Right? Because we, we all know, at least if we're thinking clearly and if we've been paying attention, we, we all know, at least in our heads, that rest is actually a pretty important part of human life, of healthy human life. You need to rest. Everything from sleep to, to a variety of activities, including restful ones, uh, like lounging around in a hammock or taking some vacation or having a Sabbath, for example. Today we're going to be talking uh, partially about Sabbath in, in the specific sense of uh, the Ten Commandments and the Sabbath that God gives to the people of Israel. But we're also going to talk about Sabbath as a way of life. And part of Sabbath as a way of life is embracing the idea that what Scripture says in quietness and rest is your salvation. Right? Again, the scriptures say, in your weakness, in our weakness, God's strength is made complete. And those two things are tied together. See, because when we really recognize our weakness, let go of that weakness and lay it at the feet of God, then we are resting in him. We have given up striving on our own because we know that that is hopeless. Instead, we lay ourselves and our weaknesses before God. And God does what God does. And it is great and good. But in order to get to that place, we, we need to sit and contemplate and think for a little bit. And so we're going to practice something called Lectio Divina. 
Lectio Divina. If you're not familiar with it, it just means uh, like it just means the word of God. Right. And, and it's basically the meditation upon the word of God. So instead of reading the scriptures, as I normally do at a fairly rapid play, pace, um, we are going to take time and we are going to listen to the scriptures read slowly. And I'm going to read this passage three times, three, not three. I'm going to read this passage three times slowly and pause in between each time. And what I'm going to ask you to do is simply to listen, to listen to the words, the scripture words. There's no right and wrong. It's not a test. You're not going to fail or anything like this. But as you listen to the words, if something pops out at you, if something just sort of a phrase or a word sort of jumps in your mind, it sticks out in your mind. Write it down. Write it down. Right? On your phone, on a piece of paper if you've got it, or just remember it in your heart. If you don't have any of those things, that's fine too. Okay? Then I'm going to read it again, and you'll contemplate the scriptures in the light of that phrase or word that popped out to you the first time. And read it a third time. And we'll see not only whether God has something to say to you, which he very well may, but we will also take the opportunity to rest in hearing scriptures. If you come away from this next uh, three reading of the passage with something that you feel God may be saying to you, but you're unsure about it and you want to talk about it, I would invite you to come and talk with me after the service and we'll ponder together. If you feel like there was nothing in particular that stood out to you that God was saying to you in particular, that's okay too. Just reading and listening in a contemplative sort of way to the scriptures is good in and of itself. There doesn't need to be under any particular message that pops out for you. So we're going to read it in that way. So I would invite you uh, to just close your eyes and read uh, or hear the words. Uh, you can follow along with the words on the screen if you like, but it might be a little easier to contemplate upon if you close your eyes. No, thank you. Appreciate it though. Listen to the word of the Lord. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, 
Your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read in the law that the priests on Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent? I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. If something popped out to you, if you have pen and paper or phone or whatever, maybe write it down. Keep it in your heart. Treasure it. It's there. And I'm going to read through the scriptures again. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read in the law that the priests on Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent? I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. One more time. Rest in the scriptures. Don't worry about like how long this is taking or anything like that. Just rest in hearing the scriptures. Come to me all you who are weary and burdened. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. 
For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you heard what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read in the law that the priests on Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent? I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. The word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, I would love to hear from you sometime uh, what, if anything, God pointed out to you or whether you were able to rest and calm and still your mind while we were doing this. Uh, we're not going to do that out loud right at this moment. But there are some important principles about good rest here. I mean, first of all, the scriptures tell us very explicitly. Let's go back to the beginning of that passage, David, right? Jesus says to us, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. But, but, but notice there are some things going on there. God doesn't just like force us to rest. He doesn't just, you know, sort of put a shot in your neck that puts you to sleep or gives you some sleeping pills so that you're forced to, to go to sleep. That's not, that's not how that works. Jesus says, come to me. Not because you have to accomplish your rest, but because Jesus is not going to force you to rest, at least, you know, sometimes in the extremities when you've really stressed yourself out, your body will force you to rest either because you fall asleep or because you're burned out or whatever. But Jesus is not going to force you to do that. He is inviting you to come to him and coming to Jesus it is something that is more of a Mary thing than a Martha thing. Remember? Right? Mary and Martha are in the same house. Mary and Martha are, are, are in the presence of Jesus. They have both come to Jesus. But Martha hasn't really come to Jesus in this way. She's still going all about fretting and doing her thing and being busy and stuff like this. She's not getting any rest. But Jesus says, Mary has chosen the better thing. Because she is there. She is sitting by the Lord. And she is listening. Absorbing. Resting. Right? There are those people in, in your life, I hope there are those people in your life, who, who you come to see them, and you just feel 
so relaxed and at peace and wonderful. You love seeing them, but they're just a calm presence in your life. Aren't those great people? I love those people, right? They're wonderful, wonderful people. Jesus is that people, <laughs> that person, right? But you have to come to Him. You have to come to Him. And, and because we don't walk around physically with Jesus, the, the fully human, fully divine God right beside us as the disciples did in this grain field, because we don't have that, we have to intentionally choose to come to Jesus in other ways. And one of the ways that we do that is through prayer and contemplation, right? This is what, what Jesus means. Come to me all who are weary, not just you disciples who are hanging around with me right now on the Sabbath, but all who are weary, come to me and I will give you rest. Jesus is saying, pray, read the scriptures, talk with me, listen to me. And the, the Christ followers, the Christians, from the earliest of times until now have known this. And that's why they started doing things like Lectio Divina. Because they knew that you can't just you know, come and go, okay, Lord, I've got my list of things that I need to give you. I got, I, I got this going on today. I got this going on today. I got this other thing going on today. And I'm worried about this. And my, my daughter is doing this. And... That's not rest. That's a shopping list. Jesus wants you to come and sit down. And close your eyes. And get rid of the junk. Calm the racing of your mind and your heart. And just sit in his presence. You can do that by praying quietly, slowly. Right? You can do that by reading the scriptures slowly. You can sit that you can do that by sitting by a babbling brook and listening to the water trickling over the rocks slowly. You can do that by noticing, stopping to smell the roses, as it were. You can do that by spending time watching a grandchild playing all by themselves. <laughs> Aaron used to, when he was little, he used to make this little noise all the time when he plays, right? Like that all the time, right? Didn't matter whether he had a car or not, he was just making that noise. It's so good to watch. Right? Resting. Sabbath rest. A Sabbath rest way of life is coming to Jesus. Slowing down. And listening. Sabbath, Sabbath doesn't mean that you go out on your, 
on your snowmobiles and race around all over the place. I mean, that might be part of it for you, but that's not exclusively what it means. What it means is resting in Jesus. That's what Sabbath is. That's the rest that God called us to. And that's the pattern that God established for us. And we're not going to have the courage to face the difficult things that we have to face, to face the fears that we have, We're not going to have that courage if we don't rest in God. Brothers and sisters, for cultivating courage, get your rest. Lectio Divina is one way to do it. And if you want to hear more about it, I'll happily talk to you more about it. There are other ways to do it. If you're wondering how to slow down your life a little bit sometimes to listen to God, come to me. We'll talk about it. We'll do it together. We'll just take some time to chill and listen to God. But it is necessary. Absolutely critical to cultivating courage in these troubling times. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to rest in you. Help us to slow down, to truly listen to you, O God. Whether you say anything to us or whether we sit in companionable silence. Whether we hear your voice in the trickle of water in a babbling brook. Or whether we hear your voice in scripture. Or whether your still small voice whispers to us. Or whether we simply dwell in peace together. May we rest in you. Good rest. May we do so today. May we do so often. May we do so every day. And more and more, O God, would you help us to live in the quietness and stillness in which we receive our salvation from you. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing as our song of response, Blessed Assurance. And I think the the third verse or so um, emphasizes uh, resting in God. And so uh, pay particular attention to that. But remember that Jesus is ours through his love. Let us stand if you are able and sing.